Hey, it's Noelle Toland, and you're listening to On the Fly with CB. You are listening to On the Fly. What's up, guys? Have you ever been in a situation, and if you're probably over 20 years old, you've been in a situation where you've been in a relationship and you had a breakup and, you know, you see the other person out on the town and, you know, you want to kind of put it in their face that you're doing uh, what better than they are. So with me tonight, and Another great guest from Brickshaw Media, Nicole looks out for me, is uh, country music singer, Miss Molly Lovett, whose new single, newest single, I'll put it that way, Better Than You, is deals with just that, and among other things. You guys need to check it out. Uh, you can check it out on wherever you stream your music at, Spotify, Apple Music, uh, check it out on YouTube or YouTube channel. But with me tonight is Miss Molly Lovett. How are you doing, lady? Hello. I'm so good. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you so much for being here tonight. We appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm excited yeah, to get to chat. Straight out of Nashville. You had a big weekend this weekend, too. Oh, my gosh. It was such a fun weekend. Yes. my um, Well, my family is very Irish. My grandparents, everybody came over from Ireland years ago. Um, so St. Patrick's Day is a big day in my family. Right. Um, and in my band, I brought my band to St. Louis. So we played a couple of shows and had a, had a great time. <laughs> oh yeah. I saw the, I saw the videos. It looked like you guys were having a great time and got to be in a parade. Yes. Yeah. Since yeah. I was like, since before I was born, my family has been in the St. Patrick's Day parade in St. Louis. So okay. we've always walked in it, but yes, I got to sing in the parade this year, which was a lot of fun. What, what'd you end up singing? We did just a bunch of my songs. We kind okay. of. On rotation, we did Better Than You, One Woman Show, Loving You, Hey, Hey, Birthday Hangover. <laughs> so you did a little medley, you'll put it yeah. that way. Mm -hmm. So let's talk a little bit about you growing up. You grew up in St. Louis, Missouri. Um, yes. Growing up, what kind of music were you listening to? I mean, as far as your first memory, because I know my first memory of music was my mom. She's a, She is a diehard Elvis fan. And, you know, on the weekends when she was out, she was home from work cleaning and she would turn up the Elvis. So I I was Elvis. I listened to Elvis. I listened to the rock group Kiss. But who were some of the ones you you remember listening to first? The very first one that I like really, really remember is um, Taylor Swift and Carrie Underwood. Wow. I remember having like, I don't even know what it was called, like the iPod Nano maybe, like the little tiny oh, ones. Oh yeah, yeah. The and videos. I remember, yeah, I'd like put headphones on and just walk around my house and sing along to Taylor Swift and Carrie Underwood. Um, I remember that a lot. Um, but then I also grew up listening to a lot of country music, Tim McGraw, um, that was my very first concert I went to. Um, bon Jovi was oh, yeah. big in our house. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, those are those are the ones that that stick with me a little bit. Right, we've got our first comment of the night. So because we're going live, guys, if you want to make any comments that you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, yeah. uh, we've got a Kelsey Parker. I don't know if you know Kelsey Parker. He said, "Are you talking about 
Molly Lovett. I know that girl. I love her hoop earrings. They look so pretty on those beautiful ears of hers. I let her know I tune in. So. Oh, that is so nice. Kelsey tunes in to a lot of my live streams. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I noticed she followed me today. So I, I was wondering, I figured that had something to do with it. Yes, so, she's a, a dedicated fan. Thanks, Kelsey. <laughs> yeah, so Taylor Swift, I was actually, one of my neighbors was talking about, he, he was supposed to go to a Taylor Swift concert. And apparently this whole, this whole concert ticket deal now with Ticketmaster stuff, uh, the people that were supposed to get the tickets for them got they they were duped out of tickets. Um, yes, it was it, crazy. It's, it's 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 not good. I I mean, I don't feel like now it'll ever be the same with you know these big artists like Taylor Swift or somebody like that. It's not going to be the same again. I'd rather to tell you the honest God truth. I'd rather go to a small venue, a small club. And watch somebody like that now. I, yeah. I just got it. I, I think that's that's what it's going to come down to. Yeah, it is sad. It's it's hard. And even like Zach Bryan just tried to do something totally yeah. different and not use Ticketmaster. And people were even getting upset over you know stuff with his tickets. So it's like it's just become so difficult, which is which is really sad because live yeah. music is is such a cool thing and to it get is. to experience oh, it. And, you know, those big arenas or wherever is so special. So it really is a bummer. Hopefully. And see, that's that was that's every that's every artist dream is to play the big t big shows, the big right. places like yeah. the Madison Square Gardens and mm -hmm. stuff like that. And now it's like, you know, what what do you do? But yeah, uh, you, you talked about Zach Bryan. My daughter loves him. And when all that went on and he he pretty much went dark on social media. I don't know if he's come back to it or not. She was like really worried. She was like, daddy, he just went, he Aww. just said, forget you, forget it. And yeah. I've tried. And yeah, she was like, I don't know what he's going to do, but she's, she is a big Zach Bryan fan, but yeah, he's awesome. Okay. You, you just kind of answered that. Would you, what did you ever buy? I mean, cause with me, the age difference, I bought like albums or cassettes. Yeah, you guys, I don't know if you ever bought a CD or not. Do you yes. know the first, first CD you bought? Um, it was Taylor Swift, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it checks out for me. Um, right. But, uh, but yeah, I do remember buying CDs all the time growing up. Um, and even throughout high school when people my age really didn't buy CDs anymore, I had such an old car. I had like a 99 Toyota Camry in high school that had a CD player. I didn't have an aux. So I literally would make like these mixed CDs. Oh yeah. And all my friends were like, Oh my gosh, you're like living in the past. But, uh, oh, but that's nice. what I had to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was listening today and I was telling my daughter, you know, listen to some of your stuff again and crush. Now, is that heavily Taylor Swift influence there? Because I can hear a lot of Taylor Swift in that. Yes, I I wrote that one when I was probably like sixteen or so. Um, that was one of my yeah one of my ones I wrote back in high school, and I actually recorded it back in high school too. So it sounds very different than yeah it, a it, lot it, of my newer stuff. Um, but yes, I would say that was definitely in my in my era where I was kind of just diving into songwriting and very much listening to Taylor all the right. time. And um, there's kind of like the innocence of my songwriting, you know, I was just, I feel like I've grown 
so much as a songwriter, oh, yeah, you know, obviously they, now. They, yeah. But um, but yeah, but I do love getting to listen back to like that kind yeah, of stuff. You you have definitely grown as far as a songwriter. That's for sure. It's it's, it's a lot. You could tell that was that was an older one. Mm-hmm. Um, Jim and Nicole from their JC Radio. They've been on several of my interviews up here lately. Hi Molly, love the pink. And uh, oh, they you. said better than you is great. They love it. So thank you uh, so much. So when I would say this is a two part question, when and what made you decide that you wanted to do music? You wanted to play music. I mean, as, yeah. how early, how early was it when you said, OK, I'm going to learn how to play guitar and what made you decide to do that? Yeah. I mean, forever, this is like what I've wanted to do. Even when I was, you know, three, four years old, just running around the house singing constantly. Um, You know, I told my parents at that age, even I was like, you know, when I grow up, I'm going to be a famous singer. I'm going to perform and and do all these things. So it was always something that I wanted to do. Um, But it really wasn't until I was 14 um, cause I, I would, my family's a big sports family as oh, well. Yeah. So I, um, I played pretty much everything, but basketball was my main sport. That's what I loved. Um, but I actually found out that I had a tumor in my leg. Yeah. So I was oh, out wow. of, yeah, I was out of basketball for almost a year. And it was during that time that my dad taught me how to play guitar and I started writing a ton and just kind of really dove into music you know it had always been been there and been something i loved to do but for that you know 11 months that was kind of all i could do so i i fell in love and that was kind of when i decided that that was it for me right so you you're a big sports family okay okay football your football family not as much because we we used to be a rams fans they left you and they they, left they're gone. They're gone. Yeah. So you, so. but you had some good years with Rams. Eh? You we had did. Kurt we Warner. Did. You had a greatest show on turf. Mm-hmm. You had all that there. Yeah. So basketball. Now you're, you talk about that. How hard was that? Cause I can't imagine I'm a football coach and okay. I can't imagine finding out something like that. How hard was that for you when you found that out? I mean, how scary was it? You know, you got a tumor. Yeah. I mean, luckily I feel like being so young, I was so, kind of oblivious to what was going on. I, I, looking back, I feel bad for my parents because I know they were scared to death. I'm sure they they were. were Um, But it really was, we say it was like kind of a God thing that I happened to, I just randomly fell in a game. Like no one was around me and my knee started to hurt. So we got x-rays and that's how they caught the tumor. They found like the the x-ray caught the very end of it. Um, So that was kind of crazy how that, and lucky how that happened. but really for me, I was more concerned about not being able to go play basketball and that, right. you know, I was going to lose my touch and I was going to be out of shape <laughs> for the season. And just, oh, that's what I was concerned about while I'm sure my parents were, you know, oh, yeah, freaking were. out and, and all of that. So Kelsey has said, better than you is a good song, but I still love the song Break a Heart. So Aw, thank so, you. Thank you so much, Kelsey, for chiming in. Um, so your first concert. Tim McGraw, five years old. How did that come about? I mean, (laughs) I, so, you know, so my family's big, big sports family, but we're also a big music family. I mean, I was just thrown into, to live music, you know, from five years old um, and even younger, like we would go 
to see all the local bands play in St. Louis, um, you know, on the weekends, we would go sit on a patio and um, watch, you know, the one man band sit and play. And we just, my, my parents love music and, you know, which is a big reason why I'm sure I love music. I was just constantly surrounded by it. So the Tim McGraw thing, how did that, uh, how, what do you, do you remember it? Do you remember going to that? I really do not. I've seen pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen pictures of me like wearing a little cowgirl hat from oh. the concert, but I do not remember. So you talk about, you talked about when you were out and you started learning how to play guitar while you were hurt and talked about writing. Now, this is something that I, I ask, you know, all, all the artists that I talk to, because I, I have the ultimate respect for any of you that can do the writing. Like I wrote one song in my life and it came out like in 20 minutes because it was I wrote it for my <laughs> wife for our 20th anniversary. But after that, you know, I was like, OK, I can do this. But no, it's like <laughs> brain freeze up here. How hard was it? Did it I mean, that when you first started writing songs, I mean, the first song you wrote or whatever, how hard was that to get out? And now is, is it just something that you, you have a process that you do and it, it pretty much flows for you? Yeah. I feel like back then it wasn't ever super difficult because it wasn't something that I was ever trying to force. Like I right. was always like, Oh, I want to, I want to write a song or I'm feeling this way about this. Like I'm going to write about it. And just like, it was always really fun for me. So it was never super difficult. And I wasn't really planning to share any of them with anyone as well. Right. You know, at the beginning, I was just kind of doing it for fun for myself. So, um, I actually wrote one of my like first songs in second grade, my parents, <laughs> they signed me up for this songwriting camp. And oh, wow. there was only one other girl, um, one person <laughs> that, that went to it. So it was me and this other girl. So um, we wrote a song together and we actually got to record it. I got to go to like a recording studio. Now that, that was probably really cool for you at that time. Oh my gosh. Yes, I mean, it would be cool anytime, that. but yes. it, as a second grader, yeah, that yes. would probably be mega cool. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I got like to wear the big headphones and they were like bigger than my whole face. And it was just... <laughs> It was really cool. So that's kind of funny to look back on now. We have like a professional recording of like the first song I wrote, which is wow. just hilarious. Well, maybe um, that'll go on. That'll go on your greatest hits one day. Oh gosh, I, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on now, we've got to hear it. We've got to. You got to release it now. Uh, as far as that goes, now, okay, let's let's just not not that song, but some of the songs you wrote. You talked about you had no plans on letting anybody hear it. How nervous were you the first time you actually played one of those for somebody? And who was it that you played it for? Yeah. So the first one that I ever put out there, posted, was Bad For You. And the only reason I did it was because I was really mad at the guy who I wrote it about. <laughs> um, and I, I wanted him to see it. So I posted it everywhere. YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, wow. And yeah, I was like just super sassy in the video and um, I, yeah, I put it out there and got super great response. So I was it's, like, oh my gosh, like that's so exciting. Now I want to share more. This is still on YouTube too? Oh God, I hope, I don't even know. I hope it's I not. Know. It probably is though. What was the name of it? Bad For You. 
I'm, I'm going to look this up after we get out here. I will not post it, I promise you, but I've got this up. Hey, Nicole. Nicole is talking again. Uh, Jim has already said hi, but now Nicole is saying hi. Hi, Nicole. Thank you guys hey. for uh, tuning in again tonight. You guys are great. Um, so songwriting. So as far as making the move, you know, to Nashville, you know, deciding – when did you know that this is look i'm gonna i'm gonna try i'm gonna make a career out of this i'm gonna go for it when did you know and how hard was it making that move and making that adjustment yeah um so my senior year of high school was when i started writing a bunch more that was when i was sharing the songs i was writing and all of that um so i really wanted to kind of dive in and and do music full-time then but I was in high school and um, all my friends were going off to college and that was just kind of the thing that I thought I was supposed to do. So I decided to go off to college and I went for a year and during that year kind of realized like this just isn't, yeah, it's not what I want to be doing. I, you know, between classes I would sit in my dorm and write songs and I would sit and write lyrics in class instead of taking notes. And <laughs> it just, yeah, I knew that that wasn't what I was supposed to be doing. Um, so I was pretty nervous to talk to my parents and oh, tell yeah, them, sure. um, I mean, my mom has like worked in education her entire life and is very, you know, pro let's go to school and all of that. Right. So I um, was a little nervous. Yeah. But it was, the coolest thing ever when I, when I told them immediately, they were like, yeah, like, let's, let's do this. Let's put a business plan together. Let's figure it out. And the one thing my mom said that has like stuck with me forever was um, there's some things that you can't learn in four walls of the classroom. That's true. And, you know, for what I want to do, I just, you got to go do you know, it. And not everybody is, is, you know, not everybody has to go to college. There's a lot of, yeah. And nothing against going to college. I don't want anybody anybody to think I'm like, oh, don't go to college. But, you know, some people it's just not not made for and it's just not mm -hmm. their thing. And you can go learn something else so just like what you're doing. I mean, Yeah, just by doing it. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So making the move. And then I'm, I'm sure that you had like everybody else in the, in the music business a couple of years ago when the world stopped for a while, how hard was it for you dealing, dealing with COVID? What, I mean, what kind of, what kind of situation were you in then? Yeah, I, I had actually planned to move to Nashville uh, in June of 2020, which did not happen because mm. things were, we're not quite open yet. Yeah. Um, so that was a bit of a setback, but I, I did try to make the, the best of it. I actually did a Facebook live series like once a week. So I would right. go live and I called it requests live. So I would literally Smart. just take requests from people, whatever anybody wanted to hear, I'd pull it up and figure it out on the spot really quick. And um, kind of just, it was nice for me to just distract and, and be able to do something with my music. But then, you know, I had so many people messaging me like that I look forward to this every week and I you know this wow. makes my day and it just so it was really cool to kind of bring some sort of light to the dark and, times. And some artists did that you know they I, I'll get I'll take my hat off to some of them because they they wanted to you know to entertain people they want to keep it keep their name out there mm -hmm. and you know that was a smart move by you so Kelsey has said 
I know Molly has a photo shoot for seasons. She said she'd never been so cold. It was like the rain coming down on her. It was a water hose. <laughs> oh my gosh. That photo shoot. That's so funny that she's talking. I about saw, I just, matter of fact, I just listened to seasons right before you came on and I saw the picture. So yeah. yes, we, we shot that. I was procrastinating and, and didn't plan ahead enough. So we literally shot that outside in like 30 degree weather. Ooh. Um, it's funny. The behind the scenes videos are so funny because everyone's in like winter coats and you're I'm in the sleeveless dress getting sprayed with water. It was, oh my gosh. Couldn't I, yeah. you have waited till summertime to do that or something like that? Would have been... <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> so just looking at, you know, listen to some of your songs uh, that of course we'll talk about uh better than you uh crush we talked about birthday hangover was another one there was just so many good ones one woman show mm -hmm. seasons loving you and there was one called buzzing that you did with clinton wilkie yeah i really you know the the duets right i'm a i'm a sucker for duet and and the harmonies that you guys did you guys did too i'm a sucker for harmonies and incredible i, I was just like that was probably one of my favorites that i that i listened to Aw, thank you. Yeah, that was really fun. We um we actually wrote that song over Zoom. It was during 2020. So yeah. not everyone was, you know, getting together face to face. And we um yeah, that was a little Zoom right. And I honestly kind of forgot about the song for a few months. And then he reached out months later and was like, Do you want to record this? And I was like, <laughs> Yeah, let's do it. Incredible. It was it's really great. I love that song. Thank you. Um now we talked about you recorded in the studio when you were in second grade. What was it like making a video though? You know, that's something that everybody dreams about too, but what was it like making a video? Videos are so fun and I want to do more. Um, hopefully, hopefully we'll do more this year. You know, you know, I, I know, I, you know, talking to a, people don't realize and I my, myself, I didn't realize because I, you know, back when I watched, you know, MTV, when they actually played music, uh, guy, they would come out with videos all the time. And it was just like, you know, I was like, oh, gosh, they can make a video or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize how much went into it and how much cost yes. and so you got to look out for cost, stuff like that. But I would say this. Better than you would be an incredible video, I think. That would be a great song for a yeah. video. If you ever decide to do one for it, I think you had you've got a good one there to do a video on. Yeah, I think that's yeah, I've been wanting to do a video for that one. I think it'd be it'd be fun. Um but yeah the one woman show video was so much fun. We actually shot right. it at my high school, which was really cool. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, because I, I did theater in high school. Um so we got to go back on the stage and it and that was had to be like something a, for you. Yeah, like a full circle kind of a moment. It was really, really cool. And we had a lot of family and friends come be in the video and um wow, I can't my imagine. little sister. Yeah, my little sister's the one playing the piano, which is so funny because she doesn't play or do anything. We just have her <laughs> be in there and and um yeah, no that that was so much fun though, because it was, you know, I got to bring in some some acting, some, you know, like just get to, right. to do something different, which was, and my, my cousin actually is the one who does all of my pictures, videos, okay. everything. Um, Lauren Hayes media shout out to her. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so it was really fun to get to work with her on that. Talking about full circle, 
and, and being honored. What about, tell us a little bit about being honored by the governor of Missouri. Yes, that was another just crazy thing. Um, yeah, so I got a letter from the governor of Missouri just kind of congratulating, talking about, you know, my music and being a role model for all the kids in Missouri and especially the young women, young girls. And um, that was really special. My publicist, Nicole, surprised me with that and um, had a whole video put together with family and friends and my band and, you know, journalists and people, you know, kind of saying, hey, and congrats. Um, But that was really cool. You know, stuff like that just kind of reaffirms and yeah you know, lets me know i'm on the right track and I'm, exactly. I'm i can't right i can't imagine you know being honored especially by the governor of your home state that's yeah. that had to be incredible for you yes really really so special. let's see let's talk about better than you you mariah butler matthew scott frederickson wrote this song how did this song come about is this from now i, I always say is it you know i know you're a taylor swift fan and you talked about <laughs> You talked about uh, doing the song when you were in high school about <laughs> wanted that guy. You were mad at that guy. Is this a personal experience song like a Taylor Swift song here? Oh, it is. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> they all are. I could literally, I'm not, I, I won't, but I could literally tell you the stories of, of every one of my songs. They are all about. Well, one day, we, you know, maybe we need to do a series with we'll you. Do, yes. That. Like an in-depth. Yes, that would be that would be great. I love hearing <laughs> stuff like that. So tell us how this come about. Yeah, this was actually one of my very first co-writes when I moved to Nashville. So we wrote this back in 2020, um, and I met Matt and Raya really shortly after moving to Nashville. Um, and I was really thankful that they wanted to write with me and would do it because I was, you know, some new girl who had never really written with other people and. Um, they had lived here for a few years, so it was really special and cool that they, um, kind of took me in and all of that. But yeah, I walked into the room and I had this idea for better than you. Um, cause I was kind of talking to you in a sort of relationship with a person from back home and, you know, the fact that I was moving and it was just apparently wasn't all going to work out. So I was, you know, kind of upset for a little bit. And then realized, like, I just moved to Nashville and exactly. I'm chasing my dreams and all this and I could do better than you. And I am Ooh. better than you. And I just, I oh, was, we were, yeah, we were feeling the sassy vibes. So, <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, I brought that in to Matt and Raya and they were all about it. And uh, yeah, we wrote better than you. Yeah, poor, poor guy. <laughs> Yeah, one of the, one of the lines, one of the lines that I really like from that, when you see me out, enjoy the view. So yeah, it's because I, you know, I'm I'm doing better than you. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> so, I mean, as far as what you got going on in the future, I know you've got, let's see, March 24th, which is this this week. You got a show this week in Nashville. Yes. Uh, so Cambria Hotel, yeah. Yeah, and I then love, you got. I, I'm looking at you. You're going back home, St. Louis, Missouri, April seventh. Yes, yeah, we've got some St. Louis shows coming up. Um, we're heading to the Lake of the Ozarks this summer, which will be really fun. Dog Days Bar and Grill. Mm-hmm. Looking at that. So, any any uh, any uh, songs you got work you're in the works right now? I mean, 
Yes, actually, I, um, I mean, I've been writing a ton. I feel like, especially in the winter time, you know, there's a oh, lot yeah. less shows going on and, um, you know, it's more, more of a writing time. So I've been writing a ton, um, and demoing a lot of songs. Um, so I've been posting a few of them on TikTok, just trying to kind of feel out what people think and trying to play them at shows. So right now I'm kind of deciding what the next single is going to be, which one I want it to be. And, um, yeah, planning for the rest of the year, which is exciting. Anything big coming this summer? Just a whole bunch of shows. Um, yeah, yeah, honestly, this, yeah, this year is a lot of getting to new cities and, um, just adding up with the band shows and, um, reaching new, you know, new followers, new fans, getting my name out there. So, um, yeah, just gonna kind of keep grinding and, and getting out there. Okay. So before we, we talk about, we're going to talk about all your, your social medias and stuff like that, where people can find you and all that. Yeah. I've got a few quick hitting questions for you okay. and we'll see, uh, we'll see how you answer this. <laughs> all right. And some people will say, oh, gosh, I can't pick just one. So it's fine if you if you come, you come up with two. Okay. Your favorite song of all time. Oh, my gosh. Now, see, see, you had the you had this the reaction I expected when I did. <laughs> no, when I asked Noelle last the last interview, uh -huh. she came off of one just right off that. I was like, really? what? how in the world did you come? I mean, you're oh a musician. God. And you come oh. up with one right off the top of it. She's, it was Forever and Ever Amen by Randy Travis. She, oh, she, she just, and I'm like, wow. I would never be able to come up with one off the top of my head no. like that. That's incre that was incredible. But Oh, my gosh. That's so hard. I'm probably going to think it, of a thousand more after I say this. But I, I love Those I've Loved by Eric Church is such a okay. just well-written, beautiful. I just, it's, I love that song. So I'm going to go with that one. Okay. If you could collaborate with any artist living or passed away, who would it be? I feel like people already know my answer. I'm going to say Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> There's no telling with what you guys would come up with between you two writing these songs. Uh, <laughs> and this is what I call a guilty pleasure. Somebody or a band that you listen to or artists that you listen to that people will be surprised that you listen to. Oh, um, like, I mean, I'm sure people think, you know, you're a country music artist. Yes. Yeah, so you to a lot of country. country. Oh, probably some of the rock and roll, like Aerosmith or Aerosmith. Yeah. Yeah. Aerosmith. You're uh you're 23, so you, you're you're kind of retro. My daughter is she's getting ready to turn 19. Matter of fact, a week from tomorrow, and oh. she is like totally retro. She listens to a lot of stuff I do. Uh, she's a big, she's a big, I guess you call them the chicks now. Yeah, yeah. She just went to see them in in uh, North Carolina not too long ago, so she she was on cloud nine for that. All right, let's get some of your plugs in here. Where if people want to find Molly Lovett, where do they go? Yes, um, MollyLovett.com that has all my tour dates, merch, fun stuff. That's right. Um, and then all the socials. So Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, at Molly Lovett. Yeah, because guys, you could, you, I, I, 
I was looking up here earlier and I forgot about to mention the merchandise because you've got uh, jogging pants, you got sweatshirts with your logo on it, the hoodies, the hats, and then uh, you've got a birthday hangover wine tumbler. Super cute, yes. <laughs> that it's not many, uh, you know, that I've seen with merchandise. So how's how's the merchandise going for you? It's good. I love getting to bring merch, um, especially in person. Like to right. my, my shows is fun. We have koozies that I bring to all the shows and sometimes t-shirts and stuff. Um, but a lot of it is just online. So right. it's good. Yeah. It, you know, comes yeah, in. I mean, they've got hats up here, guys. You can check it out. Like I said, check her out at mollylovett.com. You can find everything you need to know about her. Uh, and Kelsey, Kelsey is, uh, is is talking again she said she's going plan to see molly love it she's awesome and she said i knew taylor swift is molly's biggest influence and she's already following you she's been following you since may 2020 so you got a big fan there Aww, appreciate you Ke yeah, Kelsey. thank, thank you, you so much for tuning in tonight thank appreciate you appreciate it all right so congratulations on a great great song uh, you know, better than you is great guys. Like I said, if you have not checked it out, because we've we've had we've had some links posted up here. If you have not checked it out, check it out and go on YouTube because I I didn't realize till I went on YouTube and I'm gonna find uh, bad for you. I'm gonna have to find bad for you. That's that's my mission now. But uh, thank you so much, Molly, for joining us tonight, taking time out of your schedule. We really appreciate it. And good luck to you. We will definitely be keeping up with you and, and keeping everybody here abreast of what's what's going on with you. And whenever you got the new single about whatever you you what's never's next, yeah, the next got, break. Yes, got, I'll let you know. <laughs> let me know. We'll bring you back on and we'll talk about that. But thank you so much. Awesome. Thanks so much for guest. having me. All right, guys, Bye. that is Molly Lovett on the fly. See ya.